The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Recording in progress. Gregson Clemens! Hey, Tom Levine. This episode of NYC is Dead uh, is a special one because Andrew Cuomo resigned. Which is uh, the biggest, I don't know, the biggest New York news uh, since the beginning of the COVID days. It's really, uh, it's really crazy. I mean, Zaddy Cuomo was out, and uh, we, when we went out, you know, to to talk to the people of New York about it, um, there was a there was a lot of mixed feelings. Yes. New Yorkers seem to be on the same page about a lot of things. Yes. You know, we hate tourists, and we think that locks cost too much. One hundred percent. If you're getting a smoked salmon sandwich bagel from, it shouldn't be seventeen dollars. It should be ten dollars, and this is something exactly. all New Yorkers agree on. Those exactly. Two things. So the the fact that you know New, a lot of New Yorkers had some mixed feelings about the Cuomo thing was was very interesting, and I think a lot of it had to do with his COVID response. Cuomo's journey in politics has been absolutely insane over the past, I'll say, three years, even before coronavirus, because people hated him, and then. Cynthia Nixon comes around and then it became like, oh, Cynthia Nixon from Sex and the City, is she gonna be the governor? And then he trounces her in that primary, solidifying himself. And then a couple months later, COVID happens and everyone still thinks he's mean, as a mean a mean person, but then he handles COVID pretty well. And I know that he fucked up. I know that there were some things, you know, I, with like the, the nursing homes and stuff like that, where he clearly did not do a great job, but New Yorkers, loved him because of how well he was like a an anchor he was like a sense of stability all those morning press conferences that we watched every day during march and april they were all like a staple living in the city and then he start people start to hate him again especially during like the blm protests and everything after george floyd because you know he's i don't want to say pro cop but you know he is what he is and he was definitely anti-protester he, he was definitely anti-protester. And then, like, towards the end of his reign, you know, a lot of the controversy stemmed around both his feud with de Blasio it, it, and, and really everybody else. It was really Cuomo versus everybody for a second. And then and those, those, those Cuomo-de Blasio fights were great. During COVID, were, it was, this was like... was Mayweather-Pacquiao-level. Yeah. Like, this if, was... I, this was a break for me from the morning press conferences. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I just wanted them to both step into a ring, yeah. put some money on the table, and yeah. be like, let's figure out the police. Let's figure and, it out. And Cuomo was always the one that people liked over de Blasio. That's the thing, is that like until this controversy, everyone would have picked Cuomo over de Blasio. Yeah, because I think de Blasio always came off as a goofball. Yeah. And a lot of people yeah, like yeah. to hate on a goofball. Yeah, he's goofy. He's, he's, he's adorable. You know that he spends a lot of his money on gag gifts. You know his kids are annoyed by him. You know he's uh, always sending memes to his his children and stuff like that to of the staffers. But you know, you yeah, never he, really. He kisses his wife on the forehead and says, "I get it." And then I'm here for you. And she thinks it's corny <laughs> as hell. But Wait, we're not here to talk about the vlog here today. We're here to talk about Andrew Cuomo. And then all of a sudden, out 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 of the gate came these sexual assault allegations. And then from the sexual assault allegations uh, came a Department of Justice uh, inquiry into it all. And within the last few weeks, not only did the report come back that uh, these allegations were true, but I mean, there was the, hey, don't hate me, I'm Italian. uh, Press conference. Part of the press press conferences. Where he literally came out and he was like, Guys, listen, I'm Italian. This is how I touch everybody. Here's a picture of me touching this guy. Here's a picture of me touching this guy. 
Oh man, look at that. I don't even know this person. Look at how I'm touching them. Ah! But all of it kind of added up to the persona that we have expected Cuomo to have. That's tough. He was never going to resign. No one thought he was going to resign. To be honest, I didn't think he was going to resign. Did you think he was going to resign? You know, I don't think he was going to resign. I thought they were going to have to impeach him. He's Trumpy. I mean, like at the end of the day, there is like a thing where he is like very much like no, no losses. Like you never admit fault. You go, you're always, even if you've done something bad, you like you divert and you pivot and stuff like that. So, you know, I did not think that he was going to step down. Uh, things got super, super bad for him. His top deputy announced that she was resigning. And then a couple, you know, maybe a day or two later, the news came out that he was resigning. And uh, Catherine Hochul took over. We talked to a bunch of people um, outside of Stand Up New York, which is a place uh, that we both perform. I will say that the Afghanistan news did come up a bunch uh, during one of our interviews. So this was a little bit of a mood and a, and a moose bouche of yep. political Moose's stuff that's board, been happening. Yes, We're but, keeping, we got a carving station and they just brought out a new hunk of pastrami, baby. Uh, and the, the interesting thing about these interviews is that they were truly all over the place. Normally when we want to get interviews that are all over the place, we go to Washington Square Park. Yep. But it turns out you can get some wacky interviews on 78th and Broadway. It felt like the general consensus was not, there There was no general consensus. The only thing that people agreed on was that Cuomo did a good job of COVID. That's it. The rest of it, and I, it's so confusing that the only thing New Yorkers really do agree on is that at the end of the day, he did a really good job of COVID. Whether he should be resigning, whether he should still be in office, or whether he should be still being, you know, working in some capacity with everything, people don't agree with. They just agree with that base fact that he did well with COVID. But yeah. don't just take our words for it. We could be lying to you. Could be lying. Could easily uh, be lying to you. Let's let's see what real New Yorkers think about this week with Cuomo. My name is Aitan Levine. I'm a comedian and writer from New York. I've written for the New York Times and Amazon. And one time I was in an elevator with one of the Winklevosses, but I don't know which one. I'm Jackson Clements, comedian, writer, commentator on BuzzFeed, and I put that I have an AC unit in my apartment on my Hinge profile. This is NYC is Dead, a podcast focused on proving how alive this city actually is. Every week we speak with New Yorkers that have direct influence and insight into the industries that this city is famous for, and hear how it's changed in the wake of 2020. At the end of each episode, we'll get a little closer to answering the question, is NYC dead? How do you feel about uh, Governor Cuomo resigning this week? Here's the weird thing. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll fess up. I'm a pothead. So three months ago, when everybody was accusing Cuomo of sexual harassment, he went, hey, you can smoke weed. And everyone was like, okay, <laughs> look over here. You can smoke weed. You can have five pounds in your house. Five fucking pounds of marijuana. You know what I say? Challenge accepted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're like, you have five pounds of marijuana in your apartment right now? Uh, no, but I'm working my way up to it. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> you're the most gregarious drug dealer I've ever met. <laughs> it's crazy because your white beard and you look like a drug dealer. This you look like you sell ayahuasca. Were you surprised that Cuomo resigned? I freaked out. I thought it said he resigned. <laughs> 
You're a human cartoon strip. This is like talking to the New York fucking Post. This is like, yo, he resigns his contract. He's a free agent now. Hey, I was there when Hamilton got his ass kicked. <laughs> no, no shit. A friend of mine moved to Weehawk in New Jersey. He says, Glenn, I'm living across the street from where uh, Aaron Burr killed Alexander Hamilton. I'm like, shit, even back then it was a crappy neighborhood. That's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, so, uh, so, I, like, who do you, do you know anything about the person replacing him? Uh, this woman, Hawker. God, I mean, three words out of her mouth, and I'm like, yeah, that's a bitch. She, she'll Whoa, be like, oh, why? Hey, she, mm, why? She's uh, just assertive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Men who are assertive are not bitches. <laughs> Wait, why? What would be wrong? I, 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 I don't know. She. she, she, she mm. I mean, because she's a woman. I mean, like, is there any? No, 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 no. I mean, hmm. what do you know about her? Nothing. Really, nothing. But you hate her. No, 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 I didn't say I hate her. You're like three words out of her mouth. I don't like this lady. You're like, like, she opened her mouth, and I was like, this bitch can't run (laughs) the country. I don't know. Maybe she's an upstater or whatever. I mean, Cuomo was a dick. who, do, who would you rather in office more right now? My political beliefs are kind of odd. I I have them. I don't think anybody else needs to have them. We're all entitled to our own. What are your beliefs? Would you want him? I'm still kind of de- look. Look. Uh, okay. Straight up. Uh, I've been a Democrat all my life, but I'm praying that someday I'll have enough money to be a Republican. <laughs> Same. I think we all. Uh, yeah. And then you get so much money that you go back to being a Democrat. <laughs> I, I want enough money to buy the bootstraps that I can pull myself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to buy bootstraps for an entire community. I, I want to buy bootstraps and then start giving them to poor people and being like, hey, pull yourself up by these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get Dressed back to... Dressed in Clemens branded bootstraps. <laughs> <laughs> And sharks, I'm here pitching. <laughs> I've got shoe strap company. Get yourself out of poverty bootstraps. <laughs> you have to buy them first. It's a, it's a multi-level marketing yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. It's uh, a multi-level marketing opportunity. opportunity. What do you guys think about uh, the Cuomo this week? What do you guys think about the resignation? I feel like in his position, it was the right thing to do. Um, you know, I personally, if the allegations are true, which they say they are, uh, and then by all means he should resign and then let the criminal charges take place, take him to court, whatever has to be done to take care of the situation. I think resigning though, I have a little more respect for him. Were you surprised that he resigned? Uh, I was... Why? I don't know, just like, you would never think that he would resign, but then everything just came so big of the topic that like everything like that happened with him, with the allegations, so... Were you think he should have? Yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. Were, were you surprised that he resigned because of the situation or because of who he is? Like, what was the thing that... I, I think, knowing him, I'm surprised he resigned. I'm even more surprised that um, Biden had told him to resign. Why? It's just the fact that two Democrats, like, usually I would have assumed if you resign, it makes you look guilty. I actually remove political parties, I think, in general, like, if they're on the same side. Um, resigning just makes you, like I said, makes you look guilty. So I think it was kind of surprising. I feel like at that point, maybe Biden knew, yeah, it's not looking too good. It's in your best interest. But Cuomo in general, just given, like, his history um, in the past decade, I feel like I was surprised. I thought, if anything, he would have stayed in position and just trying to, like, fight it off. Do you know anything about the lady replacing him? 
What's her name? To be honest, I didn't even know a lady was replacing her. I just heard it this morning, but I don't yeah? know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, nah. yeah uh, her name is Catherine Hochul. Yeah. Uh, that's her name? That's yeah. her name, Catherine Hochul. She's the lieutenant governor. What do you think yes. of her name? Wait, what's the last name again? I don't, care, I don't care about her name because her name doesn't mean anything. I mean, if she could do a good job, then she could that's do a good what job. Asked. What do you think of her name? <laughs> I don't think about her is name. Is it a good name or is it a bad name? That's what I want to know. <laughs> hey, you give love a bad name. What, <laughs> yeah. uh, what does Catherine Hochul give names so a bad name? She's like the lieutenant governor. Uh, so do, how do you feel like she'll do in this position? I think she'll just, she is, oh, well, she's a Democrat. So I think she'll just end up following what Cuomo has been doing in the past. I don't think much is going to change. I don't know what she's done in her position as lieutenant governor I, I have only known what governor cuomo has done so i think she'll just follow suit where were you on january 6th <laughs> uh, this january 6th yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, i i'm actually and can you prove it I work in a hospital. Oh, oh, you own a hospital? Oh, wow. That's crazy. So wait, your your last name is Sinai? That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wow. Would it help if I said I moved here during COVID when rent was reduced a lot and now it's stabilized? You moved into a hospital during COVID? COVID? That is wow. so inappropriate. Wait, what? What do you do in the hospital? I'm a PA. You want to oh, that's awesome. Like, is this your like residency? Is this like? Is oh so PAs don't have residencies, um, but I work on the COVID unit. So basically, all I've been doing for the last two years is dealing with COVID patients. How's that been? Traumatic. Yeah. Talk to us. Um, all my best friends work at the hospital, so I've been thankful that in terms of like the people that I work with are the people I'm closest to and they get it and they're an incredible sports system. But yeah, working at a hospital at this time is so hard. Yeah. And I feel like people discount that. They're like, oh, you guys are heroes at the end. And it's like, you don't get the PSD we've, PTSD we've been dealing with. I've been in therapy for seven months about it. Like, oh, wow. it's horrible. I'm so sorry. No, it's it's like you like, you're like, oh, you have a secure job, but it's also very hard. How do you feel about New York's COVID response? I think New York's done an incredible job. Yeah. What's happening with Delta now? Are you How's uh, that been going? So Delta's challenging. I think here we're doing a really good job. So New York is so heavily vaccinated. So my friends are all very social. We're all vaccinated. We go out vaccinated, like breakthrough cases occur, but nobody, I have not seen one breakthrough case of somebody healthy go to the hospital. The people that I'm admitting all the time to the hospital are unvaccinated and they're 30 and it's scary. They're all on like six liters of oxygen, but I have not seen one vaccinated person that's immunocompetent needed to come to the hospital. How do you think Andrew Cuomo has handled coronavirus? So I'm not going to comment on like how I feel about him as a human, but I think he handled coronavirus incredibly well. I think he was like a nationwide example. Um, because whereas everyone else was like, oh, this isn't real, this is a hoax. He was like, I'm going to take this seriously. I'm going to protect our hospitals. And the only reason that New York didn't crumble was because of his response. So how do you feel about him resigning this week? I actually think it was really appropriate because his response to COVID, yes, good, but also what he was doing, horrible. And I'm not going to discount that. And I think it was amazing that he recognized like, oh, I've acted really crappy. And like, I'm not going to waste more New York funds on instigating like what was a crappy like character response. So I think he did the right thing. It was weird because it took him a long time to do it. Like he put out yeah. a video of being like, look guys, I'm Italian. And I, I hug and I kiss and I kiss yeah. and I hug. And when others like, a pizza, 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 pizza. I, I'm sorry about touching you. Guys, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, really though. Guys, here's a list of things that are multi Yeah. Uh, I'm not on that list. Yeah. <laughs> were you were you surprised that he uh, that he resigned? 
Yes and no. Um, so I think at the beginning we were all like, there's no way in hell this guy resigns. Like, he is so stubborn, so Italian, like you just said. Um, but it got to the point where it was like, New York is so strong, so liberal, so democratic, where it was like, the voices were too loud. Like, there was no other option that this man had. And I think it was the right option for him to resign. Uh, what do you know about the new lady? I don't know much about Kathy, but I'm very excited Kathy, for her. you first name basis yes. already. <laughs> Neighbors. Like, are you talking about? I don't know much about K Dog. You know what? I will say this. Make some mean mac and cheese. Kathy, make some mean mac and cheese. I hope so. I haven't seen Kathy since Thanksgiving, so I don't know how she's she's doing. doing. But I will say this. She seems fit for the. Christmas is going to be different now that Kathy (laughs) has a little bit of a responsibility. Not that I know her too well. Not that I know her too well. Anyway, you know what? Why don't we get Kathy on the phone right now? Can you call her? Can I call Kathy? She will answer my phone. Calls. Uh, no, I, I'm very optimistic for her administration. Like, New York has yet to have a female governor. I think it's going to be wonderful for us. And everything that she said thus far makes me very optimistic. So I'm excited for the next year. We'll see what it brings. Do you think Cynthia Nixon would have handled coronavirus well? I don't know. Ooh. Are you angry that Samantha isn't in the Sex and the City reboot? <laughs> I never watched Sex and the City. What? Me neither. I, I mean, either. But I will say this. If it was between Andrew Cuomo and Cynthia Nixon, both are leaving under sex charges. Yeah. Okay? Both are leaving. But Cynthia Nixon would write about it. Okay? She'd be like, XOX. No, Samantha. Is that, Wait, Samantha. Carrie. Carrie? Right. would be like, I don't know if coronavirus is infecting me or if I'm infecting coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I, here's the thing. I haven't watched Sex in the City. I imagine it's all of them having sex in New York City. Well, that's I, what it is. But it's also one of them is right, journalists. Right. So in coronavirus, she'd be typing stuff like, what is the efficacy rate of love? <laughs> and like, <laughs> I'm like, I could wear a mask, but my heart can't wear a mask. Got you. Know. Well, oh man, what a sad reboot. What, what a sad, sad, sad reboot. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's like rebooting Keenan and Kelly calling it Kel. You're the wait. One second. You're the demographic for Sex in the City. How have you not seen Sex in the City? So I like. Why are you stereotyping into my stereotypes? Thank you. I'm sorry. White women all watch the same six shows, and one of those shows on my YouTube channel. Oh, weird question. Do you think we're gonna go back in the lockdown? Okay, that's loaded. Um, So as a healthcare professional, I don't think New York will. I think we're so vaccinated, so we're over 70%, which like when you talk about herd immunity, 70% is what you want to get to. So do breakthrough infections occur? Absolutely. But do they transmit to somebody else causing a super spreader? Very unlikely. So don't think New York will. Will the nation? I don't really know. I think the South should be in lockdown right now. Is there any, do you feel uh, any weirdness about like wanting Cuomo to leave, but also dealing with the fact that he did a very good job. Like in the healthcare <laughs> industry specifically, are, is that like the mood amongst doctors? It's it's a mixed reaction. So like I, as a woman and somebody who has definitely been targeted by men my entire life, I think it's right that he's resigning. But as a healthcare professional and somebody who valued the way he handled coronavirus, it makes me sad that he's stepping aside because I think he did a phenomenal job. So does it? I mean, like, is that the vibe amongst other healthcare? I mean, like, you don't have to speak about specific ones, but like, you know. Be- vague about it. Are you nervous about uh, in any way about New York's continued response to COVID as a healthcare professional? With especially, I mean, in regards to the fact that there's a new person coming in. Like, there's a, you know, is that part of... I think 
you would have anxiety about any new person coming in. Um, from what I've read about her and what I know, I think she will do a wonderful job at like handling the COVID like crisis in New York. Um, but yeah, it does make me anxious because I'm like, this is what we knew and he did a good job. In our society, we're so quick to be like, it's black and white. Like you have to choose one side or the other. And I'm like, he can be a horrible like person and harass women, but he could have also handled this correctly. And I think he did both. Wait, you work in news? What do you do? I used to work for NBC and now I work for Fox News. What? So, yeah. Oh, so you, just be, so you just became a Republican? I'm just kidding. I'm totally, no, I I'm, literally have always been in the middle I'm and I don't kidding. give a fuck and I'm both. I'm kidding. I'm totally it depends kidding. on what I'm... Depends on the day, right? Right. So it's like poor people, fuck them. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, no, it's, I'm, like, it's like, yeah, poor people, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and if I am rich, okay, I'll take it. Right, right, right. No. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah, yeah. So, um... You're the reporter? Yes. We're, we're wow. I used to, How am I not the reporter? I'm also the reporter. I one time got a phone call from Fox News, and this is a true story. 9.30 in the morning, I'm taking a poop, and this is right before coronavirus, and I get a phone call from Fox News, and they're like, hey, do you want to write for uh, Fox and Friends? That's cool. Out of no... Well, you know, I, no, nothing against Fox News. I don't think that I am the demographic that should be writing for Fox and Friends, but at the time, know. I'm also like... It's, you know how easy it is to write about remdesivir? Yeah. It is so easy that's write. all that's you all know, i plug write whatever you want no but that know. was the thing though i was like yeah i'll fucking do this so i i went through like two rounds of interviews to write for fox and friends and then i think they looked at my twitter and were like wait a uh, second yeah, this guy's this guy's common so what, how you feel about uh Cuomo was I haven't really kept up with the media. All I know is I'm Italian as well. So I, I, when I kiss people, I kiss and hug people hello. It's just in my nature, my culture. So I, I'm going to look past that stuff. What he's doing privately, I don't know about that. But in in public, yeah, if, if a person from Europe comes to greet us and it's their custom, are we going to swat them away and say that that's wrong? Right. If a person from New York walks up and goes, you're home my Thames, I have to allow them to do their culture. Are you, are you saying, what would happen if you were governor and stuff leaked about you? Do you think that if you, that your actions would force you to resign? Um, no, they would want to keep my calves in place. Wow. Okay, so do you think you should have resigned? Do you, like, do you think, or do you think that he was going to? No. Oh, surprised by um, so I don't know enough information. I don't know what happened privately. All I know Are is you if- you news? I literally don't pay attention. I, my job is completely visual, and I like to keep it that way. Gotcha. But so, news uh, is an art. Yeah. And it's the very creative. Ca- canvas. Yes, the Dega of quick hits. <laughs> yes, yeah, so my job's completely visual, so I don't pay attention, but, um, I can only speak on my Italian, American, Italian, Italian, American culture, whatever you want to call it. Fourth generation. And Fourth generation Italian. That's that's a full pizza. Okay, yeah. That's what uh, what uh, do you think of the person who's taking over? Who's taking over? Catherine Hope. Never heard of her. What do you think of her name? I love how this accent came out. Yeah. That was. I never heard of her. I never, I never will heard of her. Me. I don't know what she said about me. <laughs> Do you hope she has a good... It just, it's very, very New York to place. What, what is her ethnicity? A Czechoslovakian. No, I don't know what she is. But it's funny. Like, okay, let's put a woman in place to, like, clear the air. Now no one can say anything. Well, I think she was a... I don't think... Did she get the job because she was a woman? Or did she get the, the job, job because she was just the next in line? line? Oh, okay, maybe that too. I mean, she was lieutenant governor. I think that's underneath governor. We're, I just want to say, three out of four of these interviews have, have been, been like, like fuck very, this lady. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know her. I'm being funny. No, 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 you're oh, fine. Man. You're totally fine. You're totally fine. What, no, not necessarily. I mean, the interviews that we've done tonight have been very much like, who the hell is this? Right, yeah, never yeah. heard of her ever in my yeah. life. Uh, did I vote for her? No. Yeah. Do, do you feel like you would? Do you feel like? I think we should vote for them, right? 
for the next governor. So you think? Oh, so you sh- it should be like governorless, and then we just all vote. Yes. Oh, like oh, like the purge. Anarchy. Yeah. No, like Mad Max. Do you think no. that once a year all rules should be lifted in an effort to you know release some of the pr- uh, pressure in America? No, I that's called Florida. Yeah. I think that we should let De Blasio run everything. You like De Blasio? I'm or- winking. Oh. <laughs> I'm winking. It's great that the Me Too movement finally hit somebody that deserves it—a politician. Do you think that there were no other people that have deserved it thus far? Oh, there's so many people that deserved it, but we're famous. We're we're focusing on actors and comedians, and it's like, why not focus on the people that run shit in our country? And like Cuomo needed to go, just like Governor Newsom in California has got to go. And like Biden's right now, he's like, oh, we got to keep Newsom. No, Newsom did a fucking horrible job, and so did fucking Cuomo. Horrible job? How? Uh, Cuomo killed a lot of fucking people. Uh, he was dishonest. He was a thug. It was the last era of the mob era to politician. He was the last one because uh, his father. Um, we got rid of him. I think that's great. And this lady who's going to be in charge now, it's only for like two years and then we'll get a new governor, right? One year. What do you think of it? I haven't read up about her yet, so I can't... I have no negative things to say about anybody I don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm in a positive situation where I want to think positive and think she's going to do some good things. Yeah. Were you surprised yeah. that he resigned? Oh, 100%. Because he's that mob era. Like, they don't, they don't go. They, they die on their shield. Like, yeah. It's amazing that he resigned, but I think it's because the Democratic Party wanted him to. They just wanted him out. Yeah, someone else was talking earlier about um, how... Um, well, basically, they were talking about Biden basically saying that he wanted Cuomo out. It wasn't just Biden. It was the New York, all the New York constituents, all the Democrats in New York wanted him gone. He's ruining their chance to get reelected. He's going to make it to where the Republicans have a stronghold in New York, which they don't want. New York's one of the most powerful cities in the world. The Democrats are running scared right now, and that's why they don't want to recall Newsom. They don't want to recall a lot like Lori Lightfoot in uh, Chicago. There's so many Democrats that look so terrible out there. They look just as bad as the Republicans, but they defend themselves so vivid, fervidly. And it's like, well, you know, sometimes you got to look at your shit and go, these people are fucked. It's interesting. I mean, are you more happy that he was removed because of his, uh, because of like the sexual harassment stuff, or were you more excited just because you don't think he's been doing a good job with it? I think, I think he is a scumbag for releasing a book and during a pandemic when none of us could work, and he's sitting there making millions of dollars off of our suffering. And he says he did a great job, but he didn't. He killed so many, so many people, and then he gets uses taxpayer dollars to write a book. Like, what a scumbag. That's why I'm glad he's gone. Like, he's a scumbag. So what do you think the... What do you think that... Because you're talking about Governor Newsom as well, also Lightfoot. What do you think the Democratic plan should be for their governors and their officials going forward? I think they have a good plan going forward, which is to be more... They're they're going more progressive. They're actually starting to be more... uh, leaning towards the middle, uh, which is what every party needs to do. Republicans and the Democrats both need to start leaning towards the middle. We're all, we're America's middle of the road these days. A lot of Democrats I know who are friends of mine, liberals, will admit to me 100% that they are more liberal. I mean, they're more like middle of the road than they are liberal. Like, they would agree with some Republican stances. They would agree with Democratic stances. Well, I think I, I think a lot of that is because the goalposts have been moving, right? It's like... 100%. So you... Now we know what far right looks like, and now we know what far left looks like. And I think a lot of people go, oh, I'm not that, so I must be middle. Yeah, you don't want to be that. 
Did you watch the Cory Booker speech that he gave this week about defunding the police with, with the, there's a Republican senator who introduced a, a let's all agree not to defund the police uh, bill. And Cory Booker came out and gave a very rousing speech about how excited he was that this bill came finally came out because now we can finally get Democrats on record to say that they're against defunding the police because no Democratic senators are actually for defunding the police. So I think that it was a moment that reflected how a lot, you know, like as much as the loud left is loud and visible, the more moderate left of like, we are against, you know, defunding the police. We're not against BLM, but we are against the concept of defunding the police. Like that more reflects the Democrat party and the centrist party who's like trying to figure out like which way do they go, you know? So, so my mom is a Republican, my dad's a Democrat. Um, and I'm in therapy. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. But, but the thing is, the thing is, uh, I learned this about my, and my dad says it the best. The Democrats are like the worst at sending a message because defund the police is a terrible way to say it. They're actual, the actual thought behind it. And if you read about it, it's a good product. It's, we don't need to be spending money on militarizing the police. We have a military for that reason. If we need the military, we can call them into any situation. We don't need Tampa. Tampa police officers do not need a fucking tank. They have one. It would be like if the people in charge of marketing donuts called it, not a donut but they called it like a wet hole yeah like i'm not like yeah i I love i love donuts but i don't want to talk about how i love wet holes and going back to cory booker for a quick second i I was just happy to see him uh he he talks to legislation how we talk to people on stage it is just straight yelling and then manager outside that's like smile and then he just gets the light and he's like that's my time i've been cory booker follow me on instagram Uh, i got a show like Like and subscribe and by the way i love that you guys asked me to come do this podcast outside and you start asking me political questions i'm the least political comedian that you would ever meet i don't know this is i think everybody we're talking to jim gaffigan that's right (laughs) i love the people who are into politics because they're the reason our country is going to be better off in the long run i am one of those people who stands on the outside and lets people like make my decision for me and the fact that i want to vote for the right person and i see what I see. I voted for Biden this time because fucking Trump's a moron. There's, if you, I don't care what Biden had to offer. It was better than Trump. That's where I land. I always land on that. I go my own way. Did you vote Obama? I did not vote Obama. I voted Bush because I was in the military at the time. Do you feel like it's easier to like not pay attention to politics as a white man because at the end of the day you guys win anyway? I didn't vote Bush. I'm sorry. I was way off. <laughs> oh, you and I didn't hear that question because I was thinking uh, I didn't vote Bush. I voted for uh, Romney and Romney, somebody yeah, else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So did you vote Bush, though? I did vote for Bush. Okay. Really? So the was, original was Biden the first Democrat that you voted for? Biden was the first. No, I yeah. Biden was the first, first Democrat, Democrat I voted for because I wanted to vote for Obama in the first run. And I think, no, actually, no. Obama was the first. His first presidency I ran. I did. I oh, voted okay. for. Not the second presidency. No, not the second one because I felt like we did need a black president and we did need a, a good, strong person, a good leader. And he is. He's a strong leader. He's so good at talking to people and like communicating a message. Just not for like eight years. I didn't like him. I thought he was very fake in the first four years. I thought he didn't, he said a lot of things but didn't do them. Wait, who did did you lose? McCain, right? Yeah, McCain. uh, No, the first one was McCain. McCain, The second second one was Romney. And you thought Romney wasn't fake? 
No, I thought Romney was super fake. I just voted for him like an idiot. Oh. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night. Hey, take care. Again, I'm not, I'm not well-versed in politics. I just didn't like the fact that there was a lot of undercover. Like, they got on Bush for having, like, all the wars he started, like Afghanistan, Iraq, and, like, all these wars. And Obama did the same thing, but he did it undercover, a lot of secret wars where a lot of people died and didn't get recognition. You're in the military. What do you think about the Afghanistan pullout? It's terrible. It's a terrible decision. We should stay there and support these people and, like, help their country. They're, they're wonder Afghanistan, if you ever met an Afghanistan person, like an Afghani, they're wonderful people. We need to help this country. Um, Iraq, we got Iraq stable. We can help. We can do it. It's just, it's going to take 50 years. Why did Iraq get stable and not Afghanistan? Because their government was ready, and they have a they have a military. They had a military, and we all we did was we gave them pardons. So people who were in Saddam's military, we said, if you are in the military, if you come back and you fight for the Iraq people, you're pardoned. You're not going to face any charges, cr- criminal uh, tribunal charges for the military, which means they're not going to get hanged in public. Right. If you were in charge of a country, how would you solve? What would you do? How would you solve everything? Afghanistan? No, no. Wait, wait, the no. U.S. How, how oh. would you solve it? How would, yeah, first. Of all, how would you solve Afghanistan? Afghanistan's solvable unless you have the people. It's it's a war of attrition. Uh, Vietnam's the key of that. If you think of war of attrition throughout the history of the world, Vietnam's the number one you think of. America's first war we ever lost. This felt like Vietnam, though. This feels exactly like that last helicopter from Saigon. This is what it entirely feels like. It feels like we... I think after a while, it felt like, and I I could be totally wrong here, it felt like us going like, we've been here a while, why are we here? But that is literally what Biden said. I mean, like, he made the point. He was like, I don't want another president. I feel like Biden is doing a thing where he's trying to, like, sweep up a lot of the issues of the pay. You know, his big thing is clearing up coronavirus, getting infrastructure, and this, like, Afghanistan pull. And it feels like he is very much like, this has been going on way too long. Like, at all costs, I just don't want to be here anymore. Now you're creating the biggest, you're creating the biggest terrorist camp in the history of the world. Literally, Afghanistan in about one year from now will be torn apart it'll be another uh, it will be torn apart or unified by the Taliban because uh, it may either, either I, 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 I think it may be unified it just may not be unified under uh, like what we Taliban. want you know? the Taliban's taking over the Taliban is the government exactly. isn't like the by the way but if, we're, if we're all seriously in our country talking about we need women's rights we need these things we need to also fight for other countries that same way the Taliban are fucking awful to women they're fucking awful to kids they're awful to people so why don't we fight the same just fight that ferociously in Afghanistan to get them what they want. Because the truth is, the people there don't want the Taliban. The Taliban are fucking... They're the far right or the far left in our country. That's what it is. And they're, we're stuck They're with, Jill Stein voters. We <laughs> but we're stuck, we're stuck with the... We're, no, we're stuck with the shitheady fucking QAnon people. Yeah. Do, you, do you think we should fix home first? Or should we be fixing everything all at once? We should be constantly working to be better. I mean, if we're going to talk the big talk, and if American... And for the Democratic voters and, like, everybody who's, like talking big and saying we want to make a better world, then yeah, we need to help other countries. And Afghanistan is a prime example of staying there and staying through it. And just, you know what? We have to eliminate the Taliban. And we are. We were. But now they're taking over places that took years for our soldiers to get. They're just taking over in days because we haven't trained them properly. And yeah, 20 years. People are like, 20 years. 20 years is not enough time to train a military. Yeah, we're, we're still in Germany. 
to be honest. Well, we're Germany still, functions on its own, though. Germany functions on its own. outposts out there just right. as, like, symbolic stuff. We also every, have because Russia's right there. Yeah. Right. Every place that we have gone into, we still have some type of foothold there. Yeah. But I don't think, but I don't think Ger- Germany's recovered in a way that Afghanistan's probably not going to recover, like, at all. Well, Afghanistan's been at war for a thousand years. They're the longest-running country that has not been outside of war. I mean, and even America, I mean, we've only been alive 280 some years, 270 years. We've had only, think I think, 60 years of non-war time. Complete. That's like only 20% of our history to, like, that we win without war. Yeah. And I only cared about one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was 1994. I mean, we're in, yeah. we're in war. I guess the Gulf War? That's oh, when yeah. the Rangers won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> The only time the, the Mark Messier, Mark yeah, Messier right. brought it home, and he's yeah. all I cared about. We bless this mess, but we do not bless the mess in Iran. How do you feel about his resignation? Um, necessity, um, from an optics perspective. What I, what I like about uh, the Democratic Party is that, well, a lot of thing that a lot of people dislike about the Democratic Party. They are cutthroat. There is none of this rah 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 old boys club stuff as much prevalent within the Democratic Party as there is the Republican Party, wherein there's a very sort of insular sort of skull and bones mentality to the whole elephant GOP, you know, collective. Look at Turtle Mitch. He's been there and he's made a Faustian pact with the devil, and there's some sort of stone that we need to break to kill that motherfucker, and it's just you know we haven't found it yet. But it's, I, don't, I don't think he, I don't think he sexualized anything. I think that he gets no. off on being evil. I think oh. that I don't think I think that he does doesn't look at women as women. I think that he only gets excited uh, taking healthcare away from poor people. <laughs> I think that's how he get. I say that like with zero like. I think he looks at. I think he looks at the main character of The Handmaid's Tale as a villain. Yeah. And like he's like, I can't <laughs> believe that they would do this. Yeah. He watches. That's so funny that he watches him. It's all completely different than we watch. <laughs> Wait, we watch Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> it's just like, well, there's a perfect society, and this lady's trying to ruin it. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you get those people in the UK that the sort of people that fast forward the downstairs part of Downton Abbey. Like, yeah. you just want to know what's going on upstairs. They, I mean, they, fast, they only watched the scene about the Titanic stuff over <laughs> and over and over. Everyone was having a fine time and right. nothing bad happened. Yeah. They're like, get to the boat sinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to say. So, uh, were you surprised that he resigned? Um, yeah, I thought it was going to drag out for a little bit longer. Um, I thought it was going to be, I thought he'd sort of go down his shield, as it were. But, eh, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not privy to all the evidence. I haven't seen all the stuff. From what I am given to understand, it was uh, called upon by powers on high. And when Joe Biden, the President of the United States, turns to you and says, Hey, look, you, I'm going to need you to I mean, you give your two weeks, if not long, if not shorter. Uh, I think that you have to, you know, you've got a duty to the, the office itself and then a duty to the office that he represents. And yeah, man, you have to bounce. Do you think he's going to be facing jail time at all? I don't know, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not, like, the, the dark machinations of his father's uh, legacy and friends and circle group, as it were, where would be able to, you know, affect that. And so, I mean, he'll, he'll afford a very good lawyer. He will, he will be contrite and make amends in some fashion. I, I really, I was really um, thrown away with the fact that I'm just Italian. It's just how I, just, I, it's just what we do. We, we bellissima. We, okay. <laughs> we pasta, we touch people inappropriately. That's it. That's what being Italian, that and Christopher. We pasta and we touch people inappropriately. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That and worship Christopher Columbus. That's the, the three, the three gold tenants. We all love our nonas, and we all <laughs> oh, sexually harass. That would be hilarious. Him being like, "Take me to jail all you want. You take down that Christopher Columbus statue, <laughs> and there's gonna be a problem in hell."
Aton Levine. Trexton Clemens. What are you doing this Saturday? Every Saturday, I have a standing appointment at 100th and Central Park West at 7.30, where we run NYC is dead live. It's oh, live. we have some good news this week. We yeah, are yeah. now featured in Time, Time Out, Out New, New York. York. We were the number 11 thing to do last weekend at Time Out New York. We had like 200 people there coming in and out. We probably had about 120 people sitting at any given point, about 200 people cycled in and out during the show. It's super fun. We have a brass band. Yep. Last week was Notice. This week is Brass Queens, a seven-piece all-female brass bands, and they're our best friends uh, in the world, which they is kind of nice. Are. They truly uh, are. Shout out to Tuba Heather. Oh, uh, shout out to Tuba. Shout out to Tuba Heather. Shout out to Tuba Nora. Shout out to any other tubas from Brass Queens we don't know about. We love you guys. It's a free show. It's a free, it's a free show. show. We come so, every week. Every week we like to record a part of our podcast at the show. Um, you know, we like to talk with the audience about what we're talking about this week. So this week we asked the audience about all the Cuomo stuff. And here is a recording from the live show. You guys surprised that Andrew Cuomo resigned? Round of applause, yes. Okay. Someone was like, no. And then were you, and then were you not surprised? Round of applause if you were not, not surprised. surprised. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, we were t- we were interviewing a lot of people the other day, and some were very surprised. They were just like, "He's too Italian to leave." We yeah. were like, "What? What is happening?" I will say, "What is happening?" I say, the second that you start bringing your ethnicity into the thing, you're like, "I'm like, I'm not Hamzy. I'm just a regular Amato La boy." That's how. <laughs> I was handing everyone I, a bellissima. I just, I'm mixing over there right now. Right? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, no, I knew he was going to leave because he was grasping for straws this last week, mm-hmm. right? The fact that he had to pull up clips and be like, and here's me kissing Al Sharpton. <laughs> here's me kissing yeah. strangers, non-strangers, children, <laughs> boys, men. I kiss them all. Right. I was like, that is not helping your case no, at all. Not at all. Oh, and then him explaining the security guard. Sometimes I just walk up to security guards and I just punch their butts and stomachs and then just to let them know that I see them and I'm like there are other ways there are other ways to do that um, okay so round of applause right now who here knows who the current governor is of New, of New York who here is following okay one 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 who is she what's her name what's her name yeah why that's a yeah. it starts with a K that's one yes who can yell it out who here knows Yep. Yeah. Catherine Hochul, yes. Give it up for civics over there. Uh, So uh, how do we feel about a person that 80% of you did not know who it was 30 seconds ago? Do we feel okay about that? Round of applause if you feel okay about that. Round of applause if you feel okay about her. Yeah? Round of applause if this is the first time you have ever heard her name before. Yeah. That's horrifying. Okay, okay. (laughs) That's so interesting. It's been, a, you know, we've been doing the show in the beginning of the show. You know, we were, to, we, we were, this was the level of the show. If you want to talk about it, about what would happen every time Cuomo, there would be another scandal and stuff like that. He would just keep on like adding I, back restrictions and stuff uh, like 100%, that. Oh, 100%. Like the first time it happened, or right, the first time a sexual assault allegation came out, he was like, restaurants, 33%. Don't look at me. We're out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Then around the fourth or fifth time, he was like, weed? Are we legalizing weed now? Weed is here. When this last round of stuff came out, I legitimately thought he was going to come out and be like, okay, guys, I'm defunding the police, all right? It's happening. They're defunded. Consider them defunded. He's gone. But he didn't do that. But he's gone. He's gone now. Here's how far Andrew Cuomo has fallen from grace. When we first started doing this show, our donation bucket was to be called. And then this is until yet last week, because we had to make an executive decision last yes. week. This was our donation bucket it was for the called, past year. It's been the Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo slush fund, okay. and 
Because at one point, remember Nipple Ring Cuomo? Remember Zaddy Cuomo? Oh, it was so cute. It was so fun when it was. This was a, such a lighthearted joke for a while. on TV tell you what day of the week it was because you smelled like Tiger King. Yeah. And. I was just round of applause in March and April of 2020. Uh, this Every day I would wake up at 11.30, get immediately stoned, and then watch eight hours of Andrew Cuomo press conferences. That was what. Yeah? Did everyone do that? Every morning, yeah. Yeah. Every morning I would get up. I would watch him go on the screen and just be like, okay, guys, don't worry about it. Ah! The M&M store's making ventilators. I got the cast of Hamilton sewing surgical masks. Remember season two of the pandemic where he just started adding celebrity guest stars? Yeah. Um, right, like, around, like, season, I call it season two, I call it month five, season two of the pandemic. Uh, he added, like, Chris Rock came yeah. in and did, like, a tight five about the pandemic. Yeah. It was insane. And it, Those press conferences were the only thing anchoring me. He would come in, sometimes he would come in and he would say, like, okay, guys, uh, we got City MD in charge of vaccines. Uh, <laughs> Have you guys been to a city MD ever? City MD is like a hospital. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. City MD is a hospital where you know more than the doctors do, okay? And that is why it is the most New York thing in this freaking city. Yeah. And they were in charge. And those press conferences, you would say stuff like that and act like it was a good thing. And then, you know, did I tell you when I got COVID, I had to go to a city MD? Ooh. Yeah, so I, when I got I got COVID around Christmas of last year, right? I had to go to a city MD, and they were like gave me like one of those little rapid tests. And here's how much the doctor was not prepared for me to get a positive exam he talked to me from the end of the hallway yeah he was yeah man you got it anyway like, you, two you, weeks you got COVID. Water. no you 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 have covid he was like yelling in my room he's like normally these tests take about 30 minutes to come through it took yours about 15 seconds yeah. you've got covid stay in there but like go home you know i was like i looked at you like i looked at my wife for the first time i knew you were the one <laughs> no testing needed anyway so we had to retire the andrew cuomo slush fund which left us with a little bit of a problem because what do we call it what do we call the new the new donation box what do we do with it and we would like today to of course unveil our new donation, donation box. box ladies and gentlemen for the first time ever give it up for the bill de blasio retirement fund <laughs> episode that was that was fun there you have it there you have it um new yorkers are more uh confused than ever you know i think i think it really split i think that people are very undecided and on, on how to feel about cuomo and i think that uh the honestly the interviews that we did were a pretty good cross-section of uh the vibe and mood we've been feeling in the city normally you know as journalists and comedians we try to stay very impartial yeah. Um, and we don't like really kind of bring our opinions to a lot of things, but Aton, I really want to know what what are your thoughts on this whole Cuomo situation? Oh, he should have resigned a thousand percent. I a thousand percent. You can't run an office like that. You just at the end of the day, uh, you know, it, no matter how competent you are, if people don't feel safe when they're working for you, then you know, then that's that's the line. Like there legitimately is a line, and I know that he got ventilators and stuff for us, but I think. Eddie, I, I, Catherine Hochul, from everything I've read about her, people seem to think that she knows New York better than anyone else. And at the end of the day, I would rather have a very knowledgeable, you know, untested person uh, versus a monster who will make, you know, just working for the government office. I mean, you, you, there were stories about how he was pressuring people during coronavirus. Like, that's crazy. What are you? What about you? Uh, you know, two, two bits of advice. So don't shit where you eat. And uh, don't touch people ever without their consent. That's like, that's basically the two biggest things I've learned. I'm pretty sure he's had indigestion before at the job. I think that we're 
moving into a better era of accountability when it comes to the people who represent us. You know, whether that be celebrities, whether that be comedians, whether that be uh, politicians, I think that we're moving into an era of accountability. And I think that that is such a good and positive move forward for us as a society. So I'm really happy that not only uh, were these victims vindicated, but that there was actual tangible action done and that maybe we hopefully move into a better era of uh, governorship for New York City. I think it also it shows that like no matter how big you are, you can't act like this. No matter how big, how small, how yeah. Italian. Well, we were talking to the, the physician assistant, like there was some like hesitancy of like, I don't know if this is the right move-ish, you know? Like, I don't know because he did such a good job. And I understand that element also, where this is someone that had proven that in a, like, what if we surge again? Yeah. To, to those people, I would say this. Kevin Hochul is not just a regular, regular person that they pulled up and put in this position. She was Lieutenant Governor. She was in the room for a lot of these things. On top of that, one man does not make a mission. This is a team effort. I think the, the team of uh, the NYC Governor's Office have been doing a fantastic job at COVID response. Yes, Cuomo was the face of it, but the team has been doing a really good job. She's gonna have a hard time. People hate her. She is people, hate when, people hate women in government, and she's uh, going into a, a, a job that I think the people who like Cuomo are the biggest pro-women people. Yeah. She's going to have to prove herself to people. But that, uh, that also speaks to, like, even with the progress that we've made as a society, how frustratingly little progress we've actually made. Yeah. Because, again, a lot of people's concern isn't oh i've seen her do work before and it wasn't up to par or anything like that it is truly i do not trust this lady because she's a woman so to those people i would say like check your own bigotry these are people trying to to respond to something that we've never had to deal with before and if your biggest gripe with that is the fact that she's a woman then uh that's on you that's really not on her so i say give this lady a chance let her do her job yeah. And let's push through this COVID. NYC is Dead is a production of Embassy Row. Our executive producers are Julia Cassidy, Eden Sudley, Anna Marie Johnson, and Leslie King. This episode was produced by us, Drexen Clemens and Aton Levine, a.k.a. the Pastrami Boys. This show is edited by Maureen Begas. You can follow us on Instagram at, at @thisguydrex, at Aton the Goalie, and at NYC is Dead Podcast. Or email the show at nycisdeadpodcast at gmail. See you next week.